0: to the after the bell podcast brought to you by connex education academy our podcast is here to help teachers leaders and tutors we will be discussing the latest issues in education and sharing top tips for use in the classroom both face to face or virtually welcome back to after the bell brought to you by connex academy We're committed to using our business to create positive social change in the communities in which we operate. I'm delighted to be joined today by John Bull, who's CEO and founder of the Dog, Duck and Cat Trust. The Dog, Duck and Cat Trust aim to provide stories and resources from schools and parents to help support their children to learn about staying safe in a way that is fun and age appropriate and in their day-to-day lives and in their local community. Their most recent project is called the R series. So John and I are now going to have a chat about the R series, and he's going to share with me all about this new project. Great to have you here again, John. Oh, thank
1: you, George. You'd love to be here. Good, good. So what what is the R series? Can you introduce this for us? Yeah, it's for new stories um, that are aimed at three to six years of age. So again, it's quite kind of young in terms of years. And the idea is, is that it's trying to look at some of the issues that we know our teenagers face in terms of some of the kind of pressures that they face from dealing with their peers, going online, just being around in the world of 2023, realistically. But trying to prevent those issues happening for them by teaching them key messages a lot earlier on in their lives. So, again, we've got four stories. The first one is called Can I Say No, which is all about the idea of can we say no to certain things, but also about the idea of responsibility? Because, yes, we can say no to an awful lot of things, but actually saying no to doing our homework or keeping ourselves clean and tidy, actually, that's about being responsible. So, again, we want to kind of create that balance. The second story is called Is it OK to hug people? which is pretty much what it says on the tin. But what they're saying is, is that, no, it's not okay just to hug people. You need to ask their permission. But also we as individuals, we deserve to be asked our permission. So we should expect to be asked before somebody just grabs us and holds us. Because, again, at this age, it might be something absolutely innocuous. But as children start to get that little bit older, is somebody trying to grab them for a reason? Is there something more nefarious going on? And we want to try and prevent that, obviously, from occurring. Third story is called Dog's Photo, which again echoes around the idea of consent. The reason for that is, is that Dog's little cousin, Little Paws, takes his photo. Dog doesn't like the photo. Little Paws puts it up online, which again, Dog isn't happy about. He explains about consent to Little Paws and then Little Paws sort of says, oh, I, I, hang on, no, sorry. But please don't tell my mom because this is a secret. And that gives us the opportunity to look at secrets because Often we're aware that secrets are used as a metaphor for an adult to do something to a child that actually isn't something that should be kept a secret in any way, shape or form. So what we're doing here is, is that we're explaining about secrets, but really asking, can't we talk more about surprises? Because surprises are birthday presents. Surprises are lovely things that we do for each other. That's That shouldn't be a secret. That should be something that, yes, we keep quiet. But not because there's anything wrong, something that we're excited about. So, again, that idea of secrets and surprises. And then our final story is called Choices, Choices, Choices. And our little duck character has joined himself a little football team. And it's a duck football team, the Fast Flippers Football Club. And duck feels very comfortable in front of his day to day friends, dog, duck, cat and moggy. But actually now he's, he's dealing with some new people and he thinks they're cool and he likes them and they like him. But duck's got a brand new pink bobble hat. And he's aware that people have said to him in the past, oh, no, pink's for girls. So he's a little bit unsure and a little bit uncertain about if it's okay for him to kind of just be himself around these new people. So he goes to his friend Dog and they do some research and they discover, of course, boys and men wearing pink and all sorts of different colours. They discover girls wearing black and blue and all sorts of different colours and the idea that it's okay to have a free choice it's just a colour it's just an item of clothing it's just something that we do it means nothing let's face it with children they'll be really into something today next week you'll go to them Oh, i've bought you this new thing along you know i bought you a new kind of like let's say a pair of socks or something like this with a logo or a character on oh no no i'm not interested in them no more so again we're aware of the fact that things change yes
0: Oh, that they sound like great topics, actually. I love the characters and and I can imagine that the kids really, really relate to those as well because they they are, you know, they're representative of of the kind of interactions they're having on a day-to-day basis, aren't they? So Absolutely. it's great to hear. yeah so who who is actually involved in the project?
1: Well, what we've done is is that we've been very lucky um, as far as Dog Duck and Cat Trust are concerned, the Violence Reduction Partnership, the VRP, who I know many of the people listening to this may sort of have heard about up and down the country now. I ended up as a, having a conversation with them about this as a sort of subject, and they, after much negotiations, asked us if we'd do this piece of work. So we're really proud to be working with an organisation such as the VRP in the West Midlands, because again, they've got a great reach, they've got a good reputation, and it makes a lot of sense that those big statutory organisations are starting to recognise if we don't work with our children when they're much younger than we've ever really worked with them before, because, again, let's be honest, a lot of this kind of work would have been done in Key Stage 3. A lot of this work would have been, right, they've gone up to high school now, year seven, year eight. We need to start talking about this. We now know and if we haven't started talking about this at that point, a lot of the children will have been affected already. Yeah. So, again, those involved in this project have been the schools that we work with throughout the black country, throughout the West Midlands and slightly wider afield. Because Plainly and simply, if we don't get this right, it's going to be of no use to them. So just to make you aware, Georgie, each one of the stories, there's two versions of it. There's one version for upper nursery, three and four years of age. There's one version for year one. People then go, what about reception? Well, what we've said is, if you're a professional working at reception, read both the stories, work out which level of maturity the story kind of hits for your children and use that version, because again, what we want to do is, is make sure that this is something that works for the audience. This isn't us saying this will definitely work. This is us giving the, the providers, either whether it be nursery in early years, whether it be our primary providers, that option. It gives them that little bit of flexibility to be able to match what we do to their needs rather than us expecting them to kind of match themselves to what we've got there for them already if that makes sense.
0: Yeah, it's not one size fits all is it? it you know not at all, everybody no. grows grows at different rates and maturity rates as well so you have to be aware of that I imagine so uh, that's good yeah. to hear. That's really good to hear. So in essence why why are you doing this? Why?
1: <laughs> well, why are we doing this? Apart from apart from the fact that we have the feeling that this is something that we need to do Um, Mm and the evidence kind of backs us up. You know, recently there's been reports out about proportions of nine year olds that are accessing pornography. There are um, young people that we know you know, in primary schools now that are getting involved in harmful sexual behaviours, are having inappropriate conversations that they may not understand or may not actually know what they're saying is inappropriate because they may have heard it from, you know, older peers. They may have heard it from family members. They may have read it online. And again, that whole kind of online influence that now our children have so much earlier in their lives, you know, again, I don't think I know any child now of four and five years of age who doesn't know how to log on to be online, doesn't know how (laughs) to use a search engine and even the most rudimentary of kind of searches. So it's important for us to make sure that we are getting these messages out to the children. These are factual messages. These are messages to help and empower them. These are messages to help and empower the adults that live with them, work with them to try and get these children to understand that if they do feel as though something's happened in their world that isn't right, that they should ask. And that's the reason why it's called the Ask series. It's about all of us asking questions. It's about the children asking questions, but it's about us as adults asking questions are we doing the best for our children at the moment are we giving them the tools that they need to be able to survive in the world that we're in I had a conversation with a young person not so long ago and we were talking about online safety which is another project and I know a conversation that we're going to have but basically they said to me they absolutely know that when they're playing online games and I think he was talking about roadblocks he absolutely knows that when someone tries to friend him he should tell mom and dad Absolutely knows that he knows that to his core, doesn't do it though, no, because actually it's really exciting to kind of keep these little things. So, again, it's about us also making the children aware that whilst these things might be exciting, actually they could also be harmful as well. Yeah, so giving that balance, getting them to see that actually just because someone's being friendly and nice doesn't necessarily mean they're a genuine nice and friendly kind of person or doesn't even mean that they're the person they're pretending to be so again getting them to think about it's okay to say no getting them when someone says give us your details no i don't want to thank you yeah because again in our world we're kind of taught as children that we should say yes to things that we should agree to things that's a polite way of being well actually no again the idea of consent it's really important for our children to understand that consent is their right. Yeah, This isn't okay. something that they should just lose because they're young or small. And also because we know abuse takes place with children of this age range. We want them to be able to understand that it's their right and that their body is something that's special and something that belongs to them realistically. Again, sharing of images. Yeah. Absolutely. Between the ages of three and six, this isn't a major problem. As soon as we start to get a little bit older it starts to become an issue. So, again, if we can get those messages in at that age, by the time that they get to, I guess it's going to be about nine or ten probably in the next few years when people are getting up to this kind of stuff. The reality is, is that they've got that little bit of knowledge, that little bit of understanding and hopefully can prevent them. And the choices thing, well, let's be honest, you know, I think the whole issue around gender, Around gender fluidity around gender identity, around how you think of yourself and how you want people to refer to you is all about choice. So again, if we can get children to understand and appreciate that choice is a very important thing. But as I kind of mentioned a little while ago, also about responsibility. You know great that we live our lives and we live in our world and we're advocating for ourselves but also it's not just us on this planet it's not just us in our in our streets and in our communities so actually having that little bit of responsibility as well i think it's really important i think we need to create that balance because again working with teenagers as i often do sometimes they can be a little egocentric and think the world kind of revolves around them and you know in some ways i get it you know we've all been young and we've all been there but also understanding that actually their actions and the way that they live their lives actually has a wider impact on those around them and just getting them to appreciate that.
0: Being better citizens, isn't it? it it's it's yeah. about yeah, being good people, but also yeah, equipping equipping them and, and taking on those adult conversations and those adult subjects, but doing it in a much more relatable way isn't it so yeah yeah yeah. and and i think it's giving tools to schools and parents that can actually have those conversations if they perhaps need to so yeah i think it's fabulous really 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 good so thank you what what are you hoping to achieve overall what's your
1: overall goal for about the r series well, I suppose it's a few bullet points really for you. The first thing is, is that adults that work in schools and in community settings with children use the resources. that parents, carers, guardians, godparents like myself use it with the children that they kind of work with um, and speak to and love and you know play with and stuff like this. Because, again, it can be really difficult to have some of these conversations, especially with people that you love. My seven year old nephew and I really like having conversations about pirates. But it's yep. a little bit more difficult having a conversation about if someone tries to touch him inappropriately what he needs to do so yep. again being able to use a story to be able to start that conversation off but without it being me talking to him it's incredibly useful and again you know people often think that i find this thing really easy i find it just as nerve-wracking and difficult as everybody else does if i ever deliver this stuff in front of a classroom full of children and i always do when we're piloting i get that same nervous feeling how is this going to work are they going to ask are they going to understand this they're going to get this. Um ultimately what would be my uh, my dream goal would be is that we have much more empowered young women and young men at the age of eight nine ten years of age where we are aware now that things in certain cases and thankfully still in small numbers but now things are starting to go slightly awry hopefully now that we can start to stem some of that tide and get our children to the understanding and appreciative of the fact that we are all equal and actually we do all deserve a fair opportunity because that's our society that we live in we have the united nations you know we, we have the right to be ourselves we have laws in this country that allow us to talk about equality and we don't have to hush it up we don't have to whisper these things because we are all equal what i want is is that people to really understand and appreciate that and again you know one of the key goals of this was about ending violence towards women and girls something that i'm very, very kind of like passionate about because five of my six godchildren are all female. The oldest is now 22. But again, no since before she was born. Bless her. I want her to feel confident. I want her to know that if she's catcalled in the street or her brows, that's not OK. That's not acceptable. But also what I want is, is young lads to be nicer to each other. You know, again, what we don't want is, is people picking on each other, bullying each other, being awful to each other. So actually seeing things from different perspectives, not as a boy necessarily taking the mickey out of somebody for wearing pink, because maybe an older brother, maybe an older peer, maybe an older family member is kind of giving us those sorts of messages. But actually turning and going, do you know what? Who gives a monkeys? Doesn't matter. Who cares what you want to do? Do what you want to do as long as it's not having an impact on me. Then realistically, who am I to try and stop you? Who am I to get upset? Why am I getting upset about this? (laughs) So again, that idea about really trying to promote equality, really trying to promote that inclusivity and the empathy. Um, Because again, if we could have a world where people are a little bit nicer to each other, then maybe the world might be a bit of a nicer place. Absolutely.
0: And it would be great if we can get these into as many schools and homes as possible. Absolutely. Down the country. I think that would be uh, incredibly powerful. So how do parents and schools get involved or access the materials from the Dog, Duck and Cup Trust?
1: Well, the wonderful thing about the Ask series is, is that it's absolutely free of charge for anyone to use at the moment. And it will be for the rest of this academic year, 22, 23, and also for the next academic year, 23, 24. Um. All you need to do is go to www.dog, duck and cat exactly spelt the way it's said, .co.uk. Click on the Teachers and Professionals resources and then you'll see the Ask series. All you need to do is literally put your school or nursery name in, your name in and which authority that you're in from. So what area you're from, basically, Samwell, Walsall, Wolverhampton, Dudley, Birmingham, Sussex, wherever and then you've got access realistically Mm -hmm. we ask if people can do a pre and post evaluation it's only one question but it's good to know that what we're doing actually is having an impact Mm -hmm. and on the parents side of things if you go onto the same website dog.co.uk going to parents and carers you'll see the ask series as a button in with all the other resources and that's direct and open access straight away for any parent that wants to use them so again really are trying to promote this at the moment and get as many people involved as is humanly possible. Because as I say, for the moment, this is all free. So, folks, please take, make use of it. If you think this is something of use, absolutely wonderful. If you don't think it's good and if you don't like the look of it when you're using it, let me know. Please, please, please let me know, because our goal is to make this work. Our goal is so that this is actually useful for you. And if it isn't, I want to know because I want to make the changes to it. I don't think that's going to be the case, John, but thank you. Fingers crossed crossed with all the piloting that we've done that went through the case (laughs) and we've done a lot. But as I say, always open to that feedback just because it's worked in one place doesn't mean it's perfect for you. And if it's not perfect for you and there's something that I can do to help you with that, then please get in contact with us. That's why we're here.
0: Yeah, wonderful. Thank you, John. And it's great to talk to you as always and hear all about the the R series. And I'm looking forward to looking and working through the materials. Absolutely. And we'll push some of these out on our um, our communications and things over the next few weeks so that people can actually start to experience the resources, trying to get the message out there. So please, please, if you're listening, go on and find out more. Thank you so much, John, for sharing with us today. And I'm delighted you're also going to be joining us next week to talk about your other project, which is the Digital Media Detectives. And I'm looking forward to talking to you about those. Connects Academy is proud to be partnering with the Dog, Duck and Cat Trust. And you can find out more by visiting. What was the website again, John?
1: It's dogduckandcat.co.uk. Brilliant.
0: And also visit our partners page on connects-academy.com. Thank you for listening to our series of podcasts which are focusing on social value and the levelling up agenda. You can pick up the After Bell podcasts, which are released on a weekly basis, and provide quick tips and discussions with experts around all things educational, supportive, additional resources. Hopefully you can listen to this on your daily commute, on your treadmill as your focus for the day. Thank you for listening and have a wonderful week.